Welcome to the Steelers by the Lake podcast. My name is James, joined once again by my co-host Cody. Cody, how you doing on this fine Thursday evening? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, James. Um, relaxing a little bit, kind of. Anyways, how are you? Good, man. It's 70 degrees here right now, so I can't complain when it's the uh, 11th or 10th, is it, of November today? And and we're talking about 70 degrees in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and the key so. there is in Erie, Pennsylvania, because when I look at my weather app today, it's 79 today. Uh, but I'm also wow. in, I'm also in Texas. So it's <laughs> a little Could different. Could not be me. Could not be you. Not at all. So <laughs> listen, before we get off the track too far here, there is huge Steelers by the Lake news. We've got to talk about this. Uh, we've got some thanks to a uh, a follower, friend, maybe none of the above. Who knows? Uh, but Cody, go over this big news uh, for uh, our fine listeners here today. Yeah, so we were nominated for Erie's uh, Choice Awards, which is Erie, Pennsylvania. They have their Erie Choice Awards, which is the top rated things. You know, they and they're, the list is huge. There's top restaurant. There's top pizzeria. There's top uh you know news show and then there's also top broadcast or a podcast and we got nominated for Erie's Choice Award top podcast or number one podcast so that was super exciting super awesome uh but we need you guys' help you don't have to be from Erie to to vote for this obviously uh all you need is an active working email you'll go onto the link the link will be in the description of the video um and on our social media pages as well but you just click on that link, you type in your email, they send you a confirmation, you click on it, and then you can scroll down and find just the best podcast. You don't have to go through all of them. Uh, but if you are from the area, you can obviously vote for other things. But we would appreciate that so much for you. You guys don't even understand. If we got all of the followers on Facebook, uh, that'd be over a thousand people uh, voting for us. If we got the people that listen every week, we, we would be really well off in this week. We, last year was like, a, not a fluke, but we were like, oh, this is cool. But then we're like, oh, now like processing it now, we're like, oh, we could win this. Like, let's do it. Like, let's take it. Um, <laughs> it's so a real thing. A few more people know about us this year. Yeah. So it's exciting. If you guys get the chance to vote for that, we would greatly appreciate it. Share that with your friends. Share that with your family. Uh, maybe we can be Erie Choice Awards uh, Best Podcast in Erie. So, uh, and Texas. Hashtag moved. Um, <laughs> anyways, with that being said, thank you guys. We appreciate all the love and all the support and whoever nominated us. Thank you. Uh, more than, you know, now it's time for Steelers news, Steelers news. So Steelers did Let's go, man. Yeah. They did wave an outside linebacker, Ryan Anderson from the 53 man, uh, and also released. Big yeah. Big surprise. And also released <laughs> Nick Skiba, uh, from the practice squad. And then they also, with that, you know, you release someone, you sign someone, they signed a wide receiver, Josh Malone to the practice squad as well. Don't be surprised if nothing happens with him. We kind of have the wide receiver situation pretty much figured out with Steven Sims. Hopefully we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> again, with the loss of Chase Claypool this past week, we'll see what happens. Uh, James, our game got flexed. Yeah, man. Steelers versus Bengals. Uh, the Sunday night game will no longer be a Sunday night game. It will now be a 425 kickoff. Uh, that probably has a lot to do with the Steelers' current 2-6 and six record uh, and the fact that the Bengals aren't much better. Uh, they just lost to the Browns recently, so 
that's pretty embarrassing. They did. Uh, I know we did too, but uh, <laughs> it's not a good look for them. That's for sure. Uh, hearing some things about that offensive line still not pass blocking well. Uh, so poor Joe Burrow still running for his life year two with the Bengals. I don't know how much he's going to like year three if they don't address that offensive line, but uh, uh, we're going to find out here in a few weeks because that's not too far off. No, it's not too uh, far off, and I'm nervous about that. Hopefully one. they still suck, and hopefully TJ's on fire by then, and uh, let's get him back on path to to taking over the, the uh, league lead. I think we're going to be talking about that in a few weeks here. We're going to be As talking about how fast he's catching people. Good. Anyways, uh, with that being said, sorry, if, for those watching on YouTube, you're getting a little bit of an extra show today. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, maybe go check out this video just at least up until the first, you know, five minutes and you'll see what I've been doing. Uh, anyways, Steelers did, guest, Charlotte. and T'Challa. T'Challa was down here too. Uh, T'Challa was over there too. Yeah, Steelers did sign uh, kicker Matthew Wright. With that being said, uh, Chris Boswell did get moved to IR. Those were corresponding moves. Uh, so Matthew Wright, again, played with Pittsburgh before, uh, even hit a 59 yarder in week five for Kansas city. So big leg, uh, big power, probably going to kick the ball into the end zone on kickoffs. Unlike Mr. Nick Skiba did. Uh, and then also in another move, uh, KZ, DeMonte KZ also activated off of the IR. So exciting news there. We talked about that last week. James talked about that when we talked about the safety room with our friend Jill last week or earlier this week, I should almost say. Uh, but now we're going to go over the injury report leading up to this Bengals game. So James, do you want me to go over Steelers or, or Bengals game? I, we just talked about the Bengals. Uh, Saints real game. Quick on the, real quick on that injury list. There. Yes. Uh, well, in Matthew Wright. So you might remember Matthew Wright. He was with the team a few years back. Uh, when he was, he was only like 155 pounds, uh, but dude has been hitting the weights. Now he's got a serious leg. He was always an accurate kicker, uh, but a 59 yard field goal. I mean, that's what Boz made earlier this year. Uh, so that's plenty of leg strength. Uh, and with Boz going to the IR, that means he'll be there for at least four weeks. Uh, I feel pretty confident about the abilities of Matthew Wright in the meantime. Uh, pretty accurate dude and now has a pretty strong leg too. So I'm optimistic about that and really excited about KZ coming off the IR. Uh, apparently, he broke all the bones in his forearm. Didn't know if you knew that or not. I didn't that's know That's what that. the official injury was. Wow. All of these guys snap. <laughs> so that's why the air cast was rushed over him to him so quickly in that final preseason game. Because uh, stuff was just kind of dangling and bending in directions it's not supposed to. Yeah, that's not um, exactly so ideal at all. Yeah, 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 not ideal at all, uh, but great that he's fully recovered now and ready to go and ready to contribute on the team here. Yeah, so James, why don't you go over the Steelers injuries and then I'll go over the Saints injuries. Let's go, man. I like it. So we're going to start off. Uh, I'm just going to go top to bottom here because if I try to do it some other way, I'm going to totally lose my place. Uh, so first off, Levi Wallace. Uh, missed the last few weeks with a shoulder injury. He was a full participant the last two days, trending towards playing uh, this Sunday. Long snapper Christian Kuntz has a rib injury, but has been fully participating in practice the last couple of days. That means he's snapping. They don't really do anything else. Congratulations. Should be fine on the long snapper. Hopefully someone else is practicing just in case. Let's learn from the mistakes of week one of the Cincinnati Bengals and make sure like Connor Hayward or Zach Gentry or somebody can do it just in case. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi trending in the right direction as he had not been practicing but was limited in, in practice today uh, with that knee injury. So hopefully he'll be good to go by Saturday, but keep an eye on that. Boswell out now on the IR 
must have re-injured the groin injury because I did see pictures of him kicking balls earlier in the week. That must have gone pretty bad, uh, must have retweaked it, which is why he's going to be down at least four weeks. Uh, and if Matthew Wright plays well, I wouldn't be surprised if they sit him longer than that just to be safe and make sure that they don't do something that's going to cause long-term damage yep. uh, on their valuable kicker there. Uh, next two guys, William Jackson the third, unfortunately has re-injured the back injury that caused him to miss time while he was in Washington. Has not practiced the last couple days because of it uh, and is trending towards probably not playing this upcoming week against the Saints. Yep. Uh, so we got to see... There's no way of knowing how bad this is or how long he's out. Uh, hopefully we'll see a limited participant in practice tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I won't be upset if he doesn't play this week because let's let him recover fully from this uh, before we start throwing him out there. I don't want him playing with an injured back because then he's just not going to play well anyway. Uh, Akilah Witherspoon apparently has re-aggravated the hamstring injury that caused him to miss so much time earlier in the season. I will not be surprised if he's the next one to go to the IR uh, when TJ Watt comes off of it, uh, which is most likely to happen on Saturday. Uh, but they're not going to make the move beforehand just in case somebody else gets injured more significantly and they have to put them on the IR. Miles um, Jack has been missing practice all week with a knee injury, which is definitely concerning. Don't big know time. how bad this knee injury is. Big time concern. Uh, but he's the most valuable middle linebacker on this roster. He's had a nice season. Uh, he's like fourth or fifth in the NFL, I think, in tackles right now. Uh, Roquan Smith, last I knew, was leading the league uh, before the bye week that was, and he only had like six tackles more than Miles did at the time. Yeah. Uh, so he's really having a significant season. It would be pretty devastating to miss him. So hopefully we'll see him start practicing the next couple of days and play on Sunday. But as of right now, you would assume him to be out. Yep. Uh, Malik Reed was excused for personal reasons. So unless that's something like a death in the family where he's going to have to be missing on the weekend, then I would expect him to play on Sunday. Yep. Uh, and then Cam Hayward just got the day off. Uh, again, the contusion to the birth certificate yep. uh, being the injury there. Very. AKA he's old. Yeah. Very familiar with that injury report. Of course. Um, <laughs> looking, looking at the saints injury lineup here again, I'm going to go very similar to you. I'll try to keep it offensive side and defensive side. Um, offensive side of the ball, wide receiver Jarvis Landry with an ankle injury was limited in participation and limited in practice uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week. Running back Mark Ingram did not participate in practice both days with a knee injury. And then you also have a center, a guard, and a tackle. Uh, the center and guard, Eric McCoy and, and Andrus Pete, uh, did not participate either of the last two days. And then the tackle was kind of a rest slash knee injury. Limited participation over the last two days. Uh, so kind of good there, at least, you know, that center especially, guard especially. Uh, don't expect those are all guys. starters. Too. Those are all starters. So don't expect, <laughs> Just don't, don't expect those two interior. I wouldn't expect those two interior guys to play. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, but that's it for the offensive side of the ball. Defensive side of the ball, two defensive ends. Marcus Davenport with a calf injury was limited participation the last two days. Cameron Jordan just listed as rest, probably against very similar thing, contusion to the birth certificate because he is also old. Absolutely. Um, was yeah, limited. I think he was the same draft class as he uh, might or as a year Cameron before, Hayward. maybe. Um, yeah, it was about the same year. Yeah. But Cam or Cameron Jordan limited participation on Thursday. Then you look at the secondary. You have Marshawn Lattimore did not participate in practice the last two days with an abdomen injury. Uh, that is promising as Marshawn Lattimore is probably one of the more talented cornerbacks in the league, especially on their team specifically. 
And then you also have a mm-hmm. linebacker out with an ankle injury who did not participate both days. Don't expect him to play. And Marcus May, safety, starting safety, out with abdomen injury as well. So the secondary's taken some hits here, which is really important for these wide receivers, especially with no Claypool. Can we create some mismatches and, and figure this out? So uh, those are the injury report. We're going to talk about the Saints death chart specifically now. Uh, offensive side of the ball, a name we love to see at the quarterback position, James, Andy Dalton. Uh, I like it. I like it. (laughs) The only thing better than having an Andy Dalton start would be a guy that threw 30 interceptions in one season. Wait, he's the backup. Uh, so there's a real opportunity here. If the Steelers bring their a game, these quarterbacks are definitely, uh, either guys that Pittsburgh knows real well. Uh, or guys that are very turnover prone. So uh, happy to see the red rifle coming back to Pittsburgh as an opposing quarterback. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Alvin Kamara, obviously, if you should be pretty familiar with Alvin, very dangerous weapon, uh, both in the run game and receiving. Uh, so very important that Devin Bush, Robert Spillane, and if Miles Jack is healthy, Miles Jack as well, are very aware of where he is, sneaks out of the backfield in the passing game. Uh, very dangerous weapon there. Uh, fullback J.P. Holtz. You better keep an eye on him. I don't know. Your mic cut out, but I don't know who he is either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue on J.P. Holtz. No man. clue. And that's okay. Like, absolutely um, nothing. <laughs> yeah, the wide receiver room again. Jarvis Landry's injured right now. There's a chance he doesn't play. Uh, Marquez Callaway is a good wide receiver threat. They also have Traquan Smith, Kevin White, and Chris Olave, who was a high-round draft pick this past year. Uh, be on the lookout for him to potentially be a sneak attack guy. And then the the jackknife, or what's it called? What's it? Utility knife? Is that what it's called? What's it with all the things? Yeah. Is it utility knife? No. Yeah. What is it? Utility knife. No, yeah. it's there's something else. Anyways, uh, Taysom Hill. <laughs> like, a, like a multi-tool? Yeah, multi-tool. There we go. Taysom Hill, the yeah. tight end quarterback, wide receiver, running back, fullback of this team is listed as a starting tight end. Who knows what he'll come in and play against us. In all honesty, I'm assuming they're going to use him in some trickery, trickery ways. And then Adam Troutman is also dual listed with him as tight end. Their third string slash fourth string tight end. Uh, Nick Vanette is a name that some will recognize. Someone that Pittsburgh signed from the Seattle Seahawks that did not pan out with us. So, uh, yeah. I, I got a couple things on these guys real quick. Talk about Number one, Chris Olave, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. Absolutely dangerous. Pittsburgh needs to keep an eye on him no matter where he is on the field. Chris Olave, a very serious weapon. Uh, the tight end room is pretty pretty interesting. Adam Trotman was a highly thought of tight end when he came out. Yep. Taysom Hill, when he has five touches in a game or more, um, the Saints win like a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, and they go like over 400 yards almost every time he has five touches. So wow. uh, very important that you keep an eye on where Taysom is. Uh, and then Jawan Johnson, if that name sounds familiar, if you're a Penn State fan, uh, he was a wide receiver with Penn State. Uh, ended up converting to being a tight end in the NFL because he was one of those bigger receivers, not super fast. Uh, so, yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on there. I don't think that Nick Bennett's really going to impact the game at he all. He won't. I just want to really talk about him. with Pittsburgh at all. Yeah. No. Uh, you want to go over <laughs> this offensive line? Yeah, let's talk about him. James Hurst at left tackle. Andres Pete, the left guard, been in the league for quite some time. Again, he was on the injured list, may not play. Uh, Eric McCoy, the center, also been in the league for a while. Also pretty good player, also on the injured list. And both of those also positions don't have listed backups. 
Yeah, which uh, I'll tell you exactly how that's going to go. Uh, right guard Cesar Ruiz. I want to say he was like a second-round pick. He was believe, a high draft yeah. pick as well. Uh, Cesar Ruiz did play some center in college. So if McCoy's out, Ruiz probably going to slide over to center, which would push Calvin Throck- Throckmorton into the starting uh, role there at right guard or left, depending on wherever they end up putting him. Yep. Ryan Ramchick, the right tackle, also a very good offensive lineman. Also on the injured list, so possibility we'll see his backup, Lewis Kidd, uh, in the game. So they could be running real thin on the inside. Uh, real opportunity for, uh, I don't know, Cam Hayward to really tear it up against uh, some backups. Let me see some Throckmorton or maybe even a guy off the practice squad in there at left guard. Let's be, oh, I would love to see that. Let's be real. This all bodes well for the return of one TJ Watt. So <laughs> it does, man. The right tackle is going to be out. Are you serious? The right tackle might be out. It might be a backup right tackle on TJ's return. I'm looking forward to it. All right. This defense is might as well ball. just played. They might as well just put Vanette out there as an extra offensive oh, line. hundred percent right every play. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, defensive side of the ball. Looking at this defensive line, you have Cameron Jordan, Marcus Davenport on the outside again. Both those guys listed as injured. Cameron Jordan more being just getting some rest. Uh, so we may see yeah. uh, Carl Granderson or Tano, Tanoa. I don't know how to pronounce his name. That's a Tano Passanio. There's a K there, but I guess it's silent. Okay, anyways. It's Passanio. Yes, uh, I know that one because <laughs> NFL draft nerd. <laughs> and then the interior defensive line, they got two D tackles listed because they obviously run a 4-3. Shy Tuttle and David Onyemata. 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 The moment I said <laughs> it, I was like, I've heard this name before. Nerd. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, and then, so again, this defensive front, if if healthy, is a very good defensive front. Minus the interior, it's not as great. Uh, but Marcus Davenport and Cameron Jordan are very well known in the league. Cameron Jordan, again, getting older, but still performing very well. Um, I think he's, I'm curious how many sacks he has in the league. I think he's he's an athletic dude for a bigger guy too. You know, you figure he's that longer frame kind of like Hayward, but a little leaner build to him. Five sacks Uh, on the year so far. Five sacks on the year. That's pretty solid. Yeah, Marcus Davenport. Pretty good for an old guy. Yeah, Marcus Davenport only has a half. So, (laughs) and I think I think it was Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Thank God they uh, gave up two first round picks to go get him. Yeah, right. Um, That was a good move. Linebacker crew. You want to go over these guys? Yep, yep. We got uh, Pete Warner, who uh, was on the injured list. Uh, Demario Davis, who, if you watched any of that game versus Baltimore, he kept on busting through the line and tackling the running backs behind the line. Uh, so watch out for Demario Davis. Uh, and then the Sam or strong side linebacker, Caden Ellis. Uh, so that's the crew that they're working with. Uh, in the off-ball linebackers there. Secondary-wise, we talked about Marshawn Lattimore being on the injured list. He's their uh, starter on the one side with Paulson Adebo on the other side. Also, Alante Taylor, uh, who was out of this last year's draft class. He was the kid out of Tennessee. Yep. Uh, a lot of uh, comparisons from him versus Cameron Sutton. Uh, and I understand that Alante is having a real nice season. Safeties, Marcus May and Tyron Matthew. Uh, make sure you always know where the honey badger is. Yeah, two uh, picks on the air. Playmaker right there. Two picks in the yeah. air for him. I got a nose for the ball, that honey badger. Yep. Uh, special teams for these guys. Blake Gillikin is their punter, mm-hmm. and Will Lutz is their kicker and kickoff guy. That can, you expect that. He's a fairly good kicker. Uh, Zach Wood, the long snapper, because long snappers matter too. And then you have Marquez, mm-hmm. Callaway, and 
Rashid Shahid at punt return and kick return, number one and two in the respective orders. Uh, let's let's just be clear here. Pittsburgh on paper is drastically better than this team. <laughs> <laughs> on paper. <laughs> <laughs> there's some real possibilities here with the crew man no doubt about that uh they've got some injuries in that secondary right now and on the offensive line uh so real opportunities for our wide receivers to shine uh which we do have some pretty talented wide receivers and a real opportunity for our defensive front to shine uh which again we've got some real talent on on that defensive front uh so uh, definitely something that Pittsburgh should be able to take care advantage of, uh, even though they are the underdogs as of right now. Last I heard on it. Yeah. Uh, Saints no are favored to win this game, but uh, we've got three keys to success for this game uh, in Cody. I don't know if you, if you're all right with it, I wouldn't mind going first this week. I've got three already. Take the floor, my guy. All right. So number one key to success this week is something I'm just going to call sack city. Time to bring back the sacks. We need to get the quarterback. I don't care if it's Andy Dalton. I don't care if it's Jameis Winston. I don't care if it's a trick play and Taysom Hill's back there, who he's kind of a quarterback too, but a little bit more of just an athletic freak that plays everything. Um, sack the quarterback, get him to the ground a bunch of times. If it's sack city, we got a chance. Uh, number two, air prowess with Kenny Pickett. I want to see Kenny throw for like 300 yards and a couple touchdowns this week. It's time. I think he can, he's got the ability to do it. We've well, seen we him know do this yeah. sort of thing. We've seen him absolutely light it up in college. And there was such a huge difference between year is his second to last year and his last year in college. When he finally got comfortable in the offense, uh, got that chemistry going with his receivers. I think that there's a definite real possibility, especially with some of the injuries in the Saints secondary for that. Uh, and then my final key to success, score three touchdowns. I don't care how. If you get three touchdowns, you're over 21 points. I like our chances of holding their offense below 21. Uh, so I'm telling you that I think if Pittsburgh scores three touchdowns in this game, put a W next to their name and let's move on to three wins for the season. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm going to not rival yours a little bit, but I'm going to – in some I'm going to rival and in some I'm going to um, kind of piggyback off of. You talked you talked right. about Sac City. I want Turnover City. I don't care if they're Sac fumbles. I don't care if we're getting pressure on the quarterback. We get some picks. We need to win the turnover battle and we need to win by two plus. Uh, that means I don't care if we turn the ball over four times, we better get six. If we turn the ball over none, we better at least have two. I want to see Pittsburgh turn into this steel curtain again and actually force some turnovers and give Kenny Pickett a shorter field to work with. Now, with that mm -hmm. being said, I want to see this offensive line for Pittsburgh specifically change. I want to see and be able to tell that they did something over these last two weeks. I want to see Najee have the ability to, to find holes that are big enough for his big body to get through and him to know and have the confidence in this offensive line after, again, these last two weeks to take some time and focus on this to hit the hole, get outside, get upfield, whatever it's got to do. I want Pittsburgh to have 200 total rushing yards. I don't care if they're all Najee, all Warren, all Kenny Pickett. I want Steelers to overpass 200 rushing yards for this game. And last but not least, I want to see... James, you're going to be excited for this one. <laughs> I want to see George Pickens 
get a touchdown. That's all I want. I, I, you got to get the ball in his, in, in his hands because he's the playmaker now. Deontay Johnson hasn't proven anything. We've talked about it. George Pickens was 0 for 3 last week. I want a bounce back game from George Pickens, realizing he's the number one wide receiver and take over for this team. End of discussion. I like it, man. I like it. That's a great way to see it. I think that lines up real well with both two and three for me. Uh, so I'm on board with that for sure, man. I think if Pittsburgh can do what we just said, lock it in, man. It's three and six, and we're on the road to a good second half. We're on uh, the road so. to 500. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Maybe. go, baby. Um, Never been so excited to try to get to 500 in my <laughs> life. <laughs> so again, again, you guys, first off, before we go into our normal see you later, talk to you later, thanks for listening, everything. Remember, we are nominated for Erie's Choice Award. We we thank you guys so much for being here as long as you have. We've been doing this for, what, three, year, three years now? Um, so we are very excited for that. Again, the link will be in the description. The link will be on our social media. Go sign in with your – type in your email. Get the link. Go in. Find Best Podcast. It's towards the bottom. Vote for Steelers by the Lake. Let us know when you did it. We'll uh, – We'll send you a personalized thank you video and uh, <laughs> we will look forward to seeing you guys again. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off. Here we are once again asking for your support. Peace. Peace.